0: Hi, and welcome to the Building Gen Wealth podcast. My name is Andrea, and I am a Latino money coach for ambitious, driven women of color who want to do more with their money. In this podcast, we'll dive into all things money, from tackling debt to increasing your savings to learning how to invest so your money works for you, as well as the mindset you need to unapologetically build generational wealth as a woman of color. I'll help you build a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the bgw podcast so first announcement time on Sunday April 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time I'm hosting a free training called what is inside my 401k um, so this is a training for people who have already started investing through their employer accounts but they don't really understand like what you're investing in how it all works like how to even like start you know, reading the funds or, um, understanding like why you got placed in those funds. And so this training is really going to be helpful if you don't have any idea what you're investing in and you want to get to a place where you're like, Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of getting it. I'm kind of understanding, you know, how this is structured and why I'm investing in these things and and even just like what's in here. So if that is you, if you feel like you want to just get more clarity on what you're investing in and where your money is going, then go to the link in my bio on Instagram. So at building.gen.wealth and register for the training, um, through the link in my bio, you'll see free training, go ahead and submit your, um, information and you'll get, uh, emailed a zoom link. So that is the first thing. Um, and then the second thing is the topic for the day. So uh, the topic for today is do I need a financial advisor to start investing and so I'm going to share a little bit of my story and then kind of um, walk you through the options to you know hire a financial advisor or you know kind of start investing on your own so, um, for me, I almost started investing with a financial advisor in 2017, um, but I held off because I was still kind of in this like stage in my life where I was like procrastinating and avoiding money. And it wasn't until 2019 that I started actually investing. So I re- I waited about a year, a year and a half to really start investing. And and during that year, I, I did a lot of self-study. So I taught myself how to invest through books and podcasts and articles and YouTube videos and just all of the things um, that I really could get my hands on just to learn and understand more. And so that's how I really started investing. Like that was my journey to investing. A lot of it was just like on my own researching. Um, but a lot of people start with a financial advisor or at least know that that's kind of like, or think that that's kind of like the only way. So I just wanted to say like, that's not the only way to start investing, but that is like pretty common for a lot of people. Um, and so typically what happens is you have a friend who recommends their financial advisor and you end up going with, you know, him or her, you like, you know, probably meet to talk about your money, and they ask about like your finances. You tell them, you know, some of your goals. You tell them your age, your risk tolerance. They ask you how much you want to invest, and so they get all this information from you um, to try and like you know figure out like okay, this is where this person is in their stage of life. Here's their risk tolerance. Here's how they're approaching investments, um, and then here's you know what we could set them up with, and so. That's kind of like the first point of the meeting. And then from there you connect your checking account and, you know, start investing every month with however amount you guys decided. Um, The problem here is you don't always like fully know what funds you're investing in. You kind of just outsource that to the financial advisor, which is kind of the point, right? Like the point is to just find someone that will do it for you. Um, And maybe they did explain it, you know, at a, like an overview level, they'll probably say, oh, you know, we're putting you in this because of this reason and we're picking these funds because of this and, and sure they answered your question, but you don't actually understand Like you don't like, you couldn't like explain that to someone else. You could just repeat what they said and, and their answer makes sense, but you don't get it. Does that make sense? Like there's a difference between like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I don't fully know what you're talking about. And so I think that is kind of what I want to talk about today in that, um, in that decision of like wanting to go with a financial advisor, you really want to think through like, do I want to outsource this to someone? Um, and if I do, how do I make sure that I still understand what's going on with my money, that I still understand like how it all is working? Um, and I think that, you know, that's just good to consider. Um, but if you're in a position where you're like, I'm either going to do it with a financial advisor, or I'm not going to do it at all, because I don't want to do it by myself, then by all means, like invest with a financial advisor, because at least your money is working, right? Like, you might be paying a little bit more in fees, you might be, um, you know, outsourcing that decision, but at least your money is growing. And so if the answer is, I'm not going to do it or I'm going to do it with any financial advisor. Find a good financial advisor and then, you know, just do that. Um, but if you're in a place where you're like, I have a financial advisor or I'm thinking about getting a financial advisor, then you want to think about these things. So number one, you want to ask if they are fiduciary. So a fiduciary is a person who is legally obligated to make... um like decisions that serve your best interest, right? So they're not supposed to um, like put themselves in the decision. Like they're always supposed to put the client and have their best interest. And you want to make sure your advan- uh, financial advisor is a fiduciary because then they're legally obligated to have your best interest. And you want that when someone is picking your investments, right? So that's the number one thing then you want to understand their fee structure, right? Because investing isn't free. Like even for someone who does it on their own, like me, like I'm still paying for like fees. I'm still paying to invest. I like pay to get access to stocks, pay to like, um, you know, invest in certain funds. And so, um, that's just known. Now there's different levels of fees, right? Like on the low end, I would say a fee that's like 0.015 is considered low. And some, some brokers even offer funds that have, like, zero funds. Like, Fidelity has these, like, zero funds, which is essentially, like, you actually are investing for free, which that is relatively new. That just came out, like, two years ago, I believe. Um And so that's just good to know. You want to understand like their fee structure, right? Because if the low end is 0.015, you want to know kind of where, where they're at. Um, And so financial advisors will have like different fees that they charge. They might do a fixed fee, right? Like I'll do this. I'll create this plan for X amount of dollars, an hourly fee which is, um, you know, every time that you meet with them, you kind of pay them. Um, there's an assets under management. This is an annual fee. That is a percentage of your investments. So like if you have $10,000 invest invested, um, it would be a percentage of that. Now that fee is typically 1%. So it would be 1% of 10,000. Now the thing is the goal of investing is for your account to get as big as possible. And so 1% out of 10,000, you know, is, Is a thousand, but if that continues to grow, you want to just know that that is continuously being charged because it's an annual fee. And so you want to just understand that, like, the impact that that can make. Um, Another way financial advisors make money is through commission, which this can kind of get a little, you know, tricky um, because they get commissions for selling you annuities, certain mutual funds, or insurance. And that's important to know because they might be selling you funds that are not necessarily, you know, the best for you. And they're just like, get good commissions when they sell them. So you just want to be informed about those things. I think a lot of times because financial advisors in our brains, we we categorize them as like a professional role. Um, we have this like inherent trust to this person. And um, I think when it comes to your money and understanding your money and investments, like, yes, you want to like, you know, seek counsel and get professional advice for certain things you don't understand, but I don't think it is wise to just give somebody inherent trust over your money. Um, You want to still kind of do your due diligence and understand how it works, understand um, what they're doing, why they're doing it, um, and really, really kind of just like be the I like to think about it like you're holding my money but I understand how it works and I ultimately get to decide not the other way around where it's like I gave you my money and you're you're making the decisions I'm not super sure uh, you do it you know you kind of want to um be in a place where you feel more in control of that Um, so that is how those are the four kind of fees that you want to look out for a fixed fee, hourly fee, assets under management or commission. Now, most financial advisors will charge you about 1% and they're going to tell you this is normal, which it is. It is normal, but (laughs) just because it's normal, doesn't mean it's not high, right? Like we're talking 1% that could eat up your earnings. And I think a lot of times people think like, oh, it's 1% and our brains are very, um, used to comparing percentages to 100, like, oh, 1% of 100, like, not a big deal. But when we're talking about investing, you really are comparing 1% to the growth. And so if your average growth is 10%, if you're taking away one of those percentages, that's a lot. And, and now add inflation, which is already taking away like two to 3% of your, of your um, growth, like, you do just want to be careful to not compare one percent to a hundred, but really compare one percent to like seven to ten in growth. Um, And so, just to kind of help you understand this a little bit more, I am looking at a, f- a fee calculator on Nerd Wallet, and so we're going to do this scenario. Right, let's say you invest a thousand dollars, like you're starting with a thousand dollar investments. Um, investment and you are putting in $500 every single month for the next 30 years. And you're assuming you're getting a rate of return of 10%. Now the fee is 0.015. If I calculate that fee, given the factors that I just listed, you would pay about $3,297.03 over the course of those 30 years. Okay. So that is $3,000 worth of fees for a 0.015, um, percent fee. Now let's run that thing again with 1%. So if we keep everything the same, investing a thousand dollars for the, um, to start with, you're then investing $500 every single month for the next 30 years. And it's growing at a rate of return of 10%, but your fee is 1% instead of, um, Instead of the total being like around three thousand, the amount you will pay in fees is one hundred ninety-eight thousand (laughs) three hundred and ninety and ninety-seven cents. So that is a big difference. (laughs) That is a big difference, and that is something you want to know. You want to understand, like, oh, what is the impact of this fee? What is the impact of you managing my money, right? And you could get to like a place where you're like, yeah, I I know. I know that that's the cost of fees. I know that that is how much my financial advisor is charging me. And you know what? That's okay. I want to pay that. Like I, I don't like, um, I don't want to bother with like knowing I just, I'm going to trust this person. I know the fees. I get it. I still want to make that decision. And that's fine. You can do that, right? Like you want to be at a place where you're making informed decisions and informed, um, decisions about your investments. And so there's no right or wrong answer. Like you can do whatever you want with your money. The thing is you want to know, like you want to know the impact and if you're okay with the impact, then great. But at least you're making that not because like you didn't know, but because like you knew and you decided. Does that make sense? So, so yeah, I, I wanted to make that comparison to just help you really understand, um, the differences that those type of fees can make. And so, um, so yeah, if you're, you're kind of like deciding, Hey, like, do I need a financial advisor to get started? The answer is you do not need one to get started. Like you can start, by investing on your own. The biggest sort of thing that you will need if you're doing it on your own is that, um, that knowledge of how the investing, um, like how the stock market works, how your investments work, how to pick funds, like what to consider, like how to build a portfolio. There's a lot of knowledge that you will need to get and acquire in order to put you in a place where you feel really confident and knowledgeable about your investments. Um, but if you're like, Hey, like I don't see myself doing that. I just want to get started. If I don't, if I don't, um, get started with a financial advisor, I know I'm not going to do it. Then yeah, a financial advisor might be your best bet. Now, um, you might end up paying more in fees, but if the, the difference is like not investing or investing with financial advisor, then I think, you know, you you want to at least have your money in the market. Um, now, if you're like, hey, I want to put myself in a position where, um, like, I I maybe am not managing it, but at least I understand what my financial advisor is doing. Then you would also require be, uh, you're also going to need to you know do the research, understand um, investments, have the knowledge of how it all works, so that when you ask questions to your financial advisor you get it like you you understand what he means when he is telling you you know uh your u.s equity exposure is through you know large mid and small cap companies we decided to focus more on mid cap because of x and y reason the expense ratio for those funds are from this to this like those are the kind of questions um those are the kind of responses that sometimes like financial advisors will answer the question and i've seen this in my clients of like hey i asked them this and this this is what they told me and they, I don't really get what that means. And I have to kind of explain like, okay, this is what they're saying. This is why they said that. Um, and so you want to be in that position where you understand like what they're talking about when they answer your questions. You don't want to be in a position where like, you're like, uh, okay. Uh, cause that's just going to make it more scary. And that's just going to make it more like unknown. And so, the best way to get this um, this knowledge and and then just like this confidence with investing in the stock market is to just um, like learn this stuff, right? And and you might have tried doing that. You might have tried like googling and researching, and it just isn't clicking. And so that is why money coaches exist. <laughs> That's why um, we exist really is just to help people get to a place where they really understand how it's all working when they, where they really understand, um, you know, the, how their money is being used, how their, um, investments are working, like what it all means. And, um, that is something that you can get through money coaching, um, you know, the, the other route is to just like research and Google and, and, and YouTube. And like, I did that, like, I'm not saying that that's not the right way to do it. I did that. And it took me, um, it took me a while. Cause it takes you a little bit to like really understand these concepts. Um, and so if you're wanting to do that, if you're like, Hey, no, yeah, like I want to teach myself this, uh, I'm going to just like, you know, do it, um, then great. Like, I want that for you. I want you to get started on your investment journey. But if you're like, yeah, I've tried that. (laughs) I've tried that and this stuff isn't interesting enough for me to, like, keep going with it. Um, I actually need someone to walk me through all of it to, like hold me accountable to like learning this, to teach it to me, explain it to me in more simple terms. If that's you and you see yourself like year after year, time goes by and like you still haven't like gotten to the place where you want to in terms of like understanding investments, then I really want to invite you to join one-on-one money coaching because that's exactly what we do in that, um, in that program. Like I help you really understand, um, how investing works. Like what are the investments that, um, you want to look at? Like, how do you like consider, um, what to pick? How do you take into account your risk tolerance? How, you make decisions about your money from a place of knowledge and confidence? And so that is what we do inside that program because, um, you don't need a financial advisor to start investing. You can use one, but if you do use one, I encourage you to, to use one from a place of like, at, uh, you also know what's going on. You haven't completely outsourced that job to someone, but you were rather you've partnered with someone to help you manage. Um, and so I think that's the difference. There's a difference between like, I'm outsourcing and I don't really know and I'm partnering with someone because I also know and understand and I'm like letting them be in charge of this, but not like in a blind, uh, sort of like blind trust way, but rather in a partnership. Does that make sense? Um, and so that partnership, that knowledge is going to allow you to to be in that kind of um, uh, position as opposed to in a position where, you're like I really am just kind of trusting whatever you say I don't really know but I like trust that you'll have my best interest and sometimes um, unfortunately like that trust kind of falls on someone that isn't doing that or maybe is charging way too much in fees or maybe isn't a fiduciary so. I just want you to know you have options. You definitely have options when it comes to investing your money. You could take the route of having a financial advisor. You could take the route of having a financial advisor, but also being really knowledgeable. Or you could take um, the route of hiring a money coach, learning how to do this on your own, or you know, learning how to do this on your own through uh, self-study. Um, the point is you want to be really informed and confident about your money decisions and your investment decisions. Um and yeah, feel really good about your uh, your money and where it's going. So I hope this episode was helpful in just helping you gauge uh, you know, if you want an, a financial advisor, if you would actually really more benefit from a money coach. Um, if so, I want to invite you to my one-on-one money coaching program. Just head to the link in my bio on Instagram at building.gen.wealth and click the link um, to book a sales call with me and I can talk to you more about what that program looks like. Um, but yeah, it was really great talking to you guys. I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. If you're ready to get serious about your money, but you need the support to make it happen, I want to invite you to my one-on-one money coaching program. In this program, I help you build the confidence around your money so you can start building a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Just head over to atbuilding.gen.wealth on Instagram and apply in the link in my bio. I'll see you there.